Woo! What? Hey, hey, hey! What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> like, oh, she on that dot? <laughs> Dang! She got it like four twenty on the nose. What's up, everybody? Button. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, next? We can always count on Nexus to be here in the comments. Thank you so much for the love and support, Nexus. I bet Nex has his notification set. And so he knows. I bet he does. On Monday, I'm going to tune into the girls and say what's up. So y'all, welcome to the Canada's Closet Podcast. I am Canna Queen. This is MJ. What up? Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you uh, for showing up on today's show. It's going to be especially amazing. Uh, we're going to be talking about that new study that's out. So see if we're safe sitting here. Puff, puff, passing. <laughs> Listen, we're all in our separate rooms. You're you're in your room, and I'm in my just, room. Just for the record, no matter what this study says, puff, puff, passing is not safe right now. It is not safe right now unless you know for a fact that you're puff, puff, passing with COVID negative people. That's, That's real actually life. one of the studies, one of the concern studies that um, I have here in regard to everything we're going to talk about today. Um, so, so yeah, we've been, we've been busy today. What's, uh, what's going on today? Just so much, so much. We, uh, we hired an intern producer, so that's fun. He's actually wearing like a million hats for us right now. You have a million hats on, right? A million hats. But willingly. <laughs> willingly. We willingly. enforce anything. We enforce and we said, we need this. And he said, I could do that. And so that's what's happening right now. <laughs> see i can smoke safely with you guys that's right because we're in separate rooms and we we got our own separate stuff everything's good everything's good to go so um we've been working hard today all day long to prepare this episode for you and also to prepare future the future for you so we're trying to get our numbers up for example um oh hey listen well, that, <laughs> that just popped up there before. that's cool but if you <laughs> if you want to smoke on what i'm smoking on these king palms go ahead and go to the kingpalm.com website and get your get your king palms for 15 percent off kptccpjan that's kptccpjan that's the january code and it lasts into mid-february i think so uh, so yeah, we've been, we've been working. I've been, I've been on this computer since six 30 this morning and I am. Woo. <laughs> it's oh. been good. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I have articles and highlights and, um, I'm sure I forget to say, I'll, I'll forget to say half the things that I want to say today, but, um, <laughs> I got the show notes. Start with our, our content warning. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and give her a go. do that. Uh, so <laughs> trigger warning, everybody. Uh, you're about to be highly educated with the cannabis closet with Canna Queen and MJ. This is adult content show with no limitations on subject language or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries. If you aren't sure what our views are, don't worry. We're going to tell you what they are. Don't even worry about it. Uh, or just take a good look at our faces. That's pretty good implication of what's going on uh, in our minds. Uh, so go ahead and pack it up, roll it up, light it up, because it's time to get this session started. Thanks for coming out with us. 
And make sure you share, like, subscribe, any of the options. Do all of that stuff. We are working on getting our viewership up this year. And so it will be very helpful if you uh, go ahead and share our content with all of your friends. I don't care if they think they want to listen to cannabis content or not. They do. They absolutely are interested. They absolutely do, especially with the, you know, it's in the headlines daily now, not to do whether it's to do with finances, stocks, uh, new studies. Uh, Today, our topic, COVID and cannabis, uh, really what's going on. And, um, you know, so, yeah. Share, share, and share. What's up, Dusty? Yeah, share, share, and share some more. Uh, it's going to help us get not only our numbers and viewership up, it's also going to help us like with our Instagram and stuff. Don't forget that we're having a contest on our Instagram uh, to give away a glass piece once we reach a thousand. So you guys can join us on there. And uh, we moved that contest actually from TikTok to Instagram because we decided last year. <laughs> when they kept banning us for saying the word cannabis, that we were done with TikTok. We're over it. And uh, well, in fact, we're not. We- <laughs> <laughs> we're back. It's, it's a new year. Uh, new year, new us, I guess. I don't know. Uh, we decided to go ahead and come back on TikTok very carefully. We tre- we're treading lightly. So we did post a new video today. And uh, honestly, I feel like um, we're going to figure out uh, another contest to have since we moved the initial contest over, name it to claim it contest over to Instagram. Uh, we will definitely look at doing something for TikTok. But here it is, name it to claim it. Uh, once we reach a thousand, we're going to have a giveaway right here um, on a live show. And it's going to be a name it to claim it uh, situation. So we're going to pick the most favoritist name. And that person is going to win uh, this lovely dinosaur egg situation. And it comes with a banger and a bowl, which is really nice. So you can smoke flour or wax. Or wax. Yeah. So has the new um, Colorado law affected you at all so far going into dispensaries? Like, have you had any issues um, picking up new medicine or has it been a little slower with them trying to put the information in? Um, you know, well, I haven't had to have a clinic yet. Um, what our, what our hot issue is, is that um, patients that we have seen that have active licenses um, that have increased uh, documentation um, they're now required to have this uniform certification. Um, some of these, uh, you know, we don't have access to the practitioner. You know, one of mm-hmm. our practitioners left, and so we uh, don't have her to sign off on things that are necessary for these patients. Um, again, it has to be an in-person signature. So, uh, you know, the I have information, the practitioner has the information, but they have to you know, do some follow-up information because uh, some of it that's required, um, you know, we, we do some great documentation, but yeah. some of the stuff that the state requires, we have to do more. Right. So, so I, I just brought it up because I've noticed that it, it is taking a little bit longer in the dispensaries because they've got extra stuff to do with these new laws too. So I just want to remind everybody that when you do go into a dispensary to purchase your products, your meds, whatever uh, side you're purchasing on, I think they're all meds, but 
<laughs> when you are purchasing, be uh, kind to your bud tenders. They are doing the absolute best they can. And they have to also grapple with some of these new rules and uh, do things a different way. Uh, for example, they have to, on the medical side now, report your purchase when it happens. Um, and the reason they have to do that is because they also have to go in to the state system and make sure that you have not purchased your limit for the day before they can sell you any product. So this is all in turn making things go a lot uh, longer. And until they um, streamline their process, it's going to take a little bit longer to get through. I would love to know if the tech companies were ahead of the game and for thinking on that sense, uh, as these regulations were getting ready to go into play, were they ready to go? I, I, would, I, do, I have not spoken to them so. in my facilities to see if that glitched them at all, having to report this information. Um, or if, uh, you know, again, it has to go back to metric, metric has to, you know, it, it all connects somewhere, right? And I would assume it's yeah. the, the metric system. It's going to all, yeah, connect in the metric. Because <laughs> um, Colorado uh, did not plan for connection in the medical system except through metric. So <clears throat> in Colorado, the stores can use their own um, point of sale system and tracking system. They don't have to use... <clears throat> One, like in some states there, uh, they have a contract with one company. And so everybody uses it and everybody's connected. But it's not like that in Colorado. There's uh, several companies out there and they can use anyone that works best for what they're doing. But they all have to go back to metrics. So I guess, yeah. You know, and however that, you know, whatever company that runs metric has to make sure that that information is available. I mean, I know on the very basic, you used to be able to, uh, you know, uh, log into the site, see what numbers were active or if they were invalid for any reason, not any reason, but it would show invalid. Yeah. Um, I would assume it's that same old school, um, not easy to find. Way. Yeah, no. So, you know, they, they are, they're just, they're, you know, they got to figure it out. Um, so, yeah, that's about it for follow-up news it is a uh, martin luther king jr day um i don't like to say happy martin luther king jr day i think it's weird i no, it's not a happy martin luther i don't it feels yeah. it feels like, weird um, to say it i mean i've said it in the past because that's what you know you do in society you do what everybody else does but as i become you know older, more educated, more involved in topics. Uh, I did, I don't know. Happy is not the word I would use. I think uh, that we should all take some time out to honor what he was about and uh, remember that he, you know, we're still, we're still fighting for the same shit he was fighting for and marching for. Uh, systemic racism still exists uh, black and brown uh, men especially, but black and brown people die on a daily, regular basis. I will say daily. I will I will go so far as to say daily. I, I, I think we don't hear about a lot of them. Remember, we didn't hear about Ahmaud Arbery for months after it happened, until after it happened. So um, I just think, you know, that we should reflect every day. But when we get a reminder like uh, federal holiday, then... Uh, definitely take some time out of your day and, uh, you know, 
remember that we are, we still have this fight to fight. It's not over. Um, it doesn't make sense to people who have a single cell in their brain. <laughs> like it does not make any sense. Um, so anyways, uh, it's also, it would have been Betty White's hundredth birthday today. Happy birthday, Betty White in heaven birthday, or in, in floating throughout the universe. I don't know. I think she's like protecting us somewhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, there was something on the internet right after she had passed away. It was like just a few days before her birthday. Um, and it said something like she had lived through so many leap years that technically we could give her those days and she made it to a hundred. Yes, for sure. I mean, uh, I feel like I, I, I know we we've already moved on for a little bit from the topic, but next makes a very good point. Make changes, not holidays. Yeah. The same government that, um, killed Martin Luther King Jr. is the same government that created a holiday, uh, for him. Also, um, you know, make changes. Don't just put people on coins. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we want to see change. We want to see a difference. We want to see, uh, Sean King's about it. Why, you know, where this is where it starts, right? Education of of why we have this holiday. Do you, you know, um, I'm not sure what they're teaching in schools these days. Not not what they should be teaching. They weren't (laughs) teaching what they should have been teaching when we were kids. They've cut a lot of it out and a lot of the truth is not there. Sean King's doing this thing in 2022 where he's tracking violence by police officers, um, not just towards black and brown community, just towards each other, towards their spouses, towards their children. Like he's trying, like this is, this is, um, this is a whole, this is how they behave. This isn't just one incident. Um, so yeah. Um, if you guys don't follow Sean King, uh, I think, I think from what I've seen, he does uh, great work for his community. Um, um, and, and he definitely educate and no matter what you think about him, he definitely puts out the knowledge. So sister was, uh, telling me there, you know, a couple different specials. She's always watching different documentaries and whatnot. I, she needs to chime in here, but, um, where is she? She's been gone. The audience misses her. We miss her. Um, uh, she was just, we were talking about, um, you know, the LA riots and why they started and the, you know, the, the, uh, the events that led up to this, to them. And then, you know, and, um, and it's just appalling and what you don't, you know, we grew up with it, but we didn't, you know, for us, even just in high school, it was like, we, it was it was more like Saturday Night Live jokes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, absolutely. I was just thinking we knew about it was through what you saw on right. the limited. Yeah, and you know what? And it was uh, I was listening to something. Uh, I was actually listening to my favorite podcast, which is my favorite murder, and they were saying how um, you know we only had a few news channels, and they're all owned. You, we already know that the news channels we have now are all owned by the same people. It was even worse with like three news channels. So um, we were getting all the same news. All of us were, there was no difference in the news that we were getting back then. And so all of us had the same, uh, unless we were 
finding like outside sources to get real legitimate coverage. We weren't getting the real news about this stuff. And I was thinking as you were talking about that, that um, I know our Wednesday shows are usually for banter and laughter and stuff, but I would love to talk to somebody whose experience was different than mine. You know, uh, I was a white girl living in the South watching this on the news, right? But I would, I would like to talk to somebody who had a completely different experience because uh, I, while I was shocked that it was happening, it wasn't so realistic for me, honestly. It wasn't a reality for me. <clears throat> like I said, a joke. It was a yeah. joke that you, uh, whatever the you know, phrase was pulled from a video or, you know. Um, Can't we all just get along? Get the, yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that's the one. Can't we um, all just get along? And that was, that lasted forever. And remember, this is like, behind it is horrific. And what happened is. It, it was horrifying. It's horrifying if you read the details of that story. And uh, <clears throat> this was like right, I mean, it wasn't in the beginning of uh, the computers. You know, we had computers, you know, we had Oregon Trail and shit. <laughs> this was like That's kind so of in the beginning yeah, of like. <laughs> like internet shit, you know, like where shit would start going. Like, so this was a viral thing, like a viral phrase. Can't mm-hmm. we all just get along? And it lasted for mm-hmm. ever. It's still, still you'll, 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 you'll hear people from our generation say something like that as like a little joke. But in reality, <clears throat> this man was like begging. He was, he was begging for this to just stop. He didn't want it to happen to anybody else. He didn't want us fighting. He didn't want, you know, and none of us did that had any sense about it. You know, it was just, he, he was trying to put out this message. I want us to please get along and be more peaceful and this not to happen to another person who looks like me. And that's not the message that was pushed forward by our media, sadly. So. Just some things to reflect on when we talk about celebrating uh, Martin Luther King Jr. When we talk about um, Black History Month is next month. Um, you know, this, uh, th- these, are, these are things that we should reflect on and remember that it's not over. It's not over. Uh, it's almost normalized. And that's a little scary for me. Not so scary. I think there, you know, mm-hmm. there's always discussion about that and, you know, yeah. um, people again, turning a phrase and to, and so that it becomes, Oh, you just don't hear it. Cause that white noise. Um, also, I think it's a little bit that we, uh, I know I do personally, but, um, all of us are traumatized by something, especially if we're, uh, Gen X, uh, is early millennial, well, millennials just in general, not just the early ones, but, um, we're all traumatized and our parents did not go to therapy. So, like, um, we, a lot of us deal with trauma with what humor, we humor. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Our therapy was Saturday night. Live. <laughs> exactly. And if it, if we're laughing about it, it doesn't hurt so much. Right. So I think that's a little bit of it is like societally, we just, we went, into that zone, I think. So, yeah. Um, so uh, we wanna, let's see, where are we at? Uh, where are we, at? we 
Ooh, we're, at, we're minutes from uh, starting our, our topic discussion. Look at us, too. 20 um, minutes in, we get through the banter. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> we're actually using show notes today. That's why we're like, um, what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. Um, but we are trying to bring you a more streamlined show. Like I said, we've hired an intern producer. Today's his first day, so he's kind of just checking us out right now and seeing where um, his skills are going to be best utilized. Um, his name is Brian. So if you hear us yelling for Brian to do something, that's who we're yelling at. Uh, and Brian, do you mind? Can we bring you on real quick? We just want to bring you on so everybody can see your beautiful face. Going to bring him through. Wow. Give us a thumbs up if you're. <laughs> there he is. This is Brian, everybody. Hello. This is Brian. Uh, my lighting's terrible, but hi. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> they he's, say uh, hi. he's handling the keyboard for us. He's going to start uh, throwing up banners. He's also um, helping us come up with our our intro music. You know, we're going to have some like some tunes soon. Um, yes. And uh, so he's our Brian of all trades. Um, yes, he is. Absolutely. Yeah, he's helping he's us with design. artwork. We've got to yeah, design artwork and yeah. and uh, and yeah. So we're and he's just overall fun to talk to. Also, he's got yeah. a great sense of humor. I'm a blast. So I'm funny. We look forward to bringing you his sense of humor. You have a podcast you want to talk about? Uh, no, you you're not ready to talk about. I I I jumped oh, I'm not ready. It's, it's you're not ready yet, but he does have it's a podcast. It's going to be so amazing. It's going to be the single greatest podcast that's ever been podcasted. So I just want to wait to announce it till it's... except for this one. Except for the second greatest. Sorry, it's going to be the second greatest podcast that's ever been made. <laughs> um, uh, as soon as he's ready, though, we're going to uh, definitely advertise for that. So definitely um, look for that and listen out for it. All right. Bye, Brian. <laughs> um, we are talking about uh, COVID and cannabis today. Uh, We thought it was really important to bring you guys this topic today because there's so many headlines out about it. And immediately, what do we do? Um, Just general public. We see that headline and we're like, oh, look at me. Look how safe I am. Uh, Yeah. And uh, smoking the COVID away. (laughs) Until I, you know, until I, well, I have my own story, but. Until we're not smoking the COVID away. Um, so so we, we definitely wanted to talk about this, um, you know, real life, bring you the real facts about what's going on. And uh, so we've read over the uh, actual study. We've also looked at a couple of different articles about this. Uh, each of us have looked at several articles about this. And uh, we've also uh, read the interview uh, between Dr. Richard Van Bremen, who is the first author on the uh, Oregon State University study. Uh, so he did an interview with Vice News that we're going to talk about a little bit and, uh, and, and, just, and let you guys know what, what the facts are and, and how, how, we move fo- how we move forward with this information. Um. So I think we wanted to start from the beginning. Uh, I don't think anybody doesn't know what COVID-19 is, but just for the (laughs) sake of uh, information, and uh, this is just from Hopkins Medicine, Um, COVID-19, it's the SARS-CoV-2 variant, um, merged in 2019. 
and um, it can be severe and as well as uh, you know, and has caused millions of deaths. We know this um, and what has been reported on it, regardless of what you're looking at uh, and which side of the fence you sit on in regard to vaccines. Um, it can be spread from person to person, mostly through um, <laughs> air droplets. <laughs> Articulate your um, your bodily fluids, bodily airborne, uh, bodily airborne, bodily function particulates, Um, and uh, (laughs) don't throw up. It's not from you can like just be talking to somebody and pass this virus back and forth. So Um, that's how small the particulates are. And so uh, that is the basics of COVID. Um, Just there are many uh, coronaviruses. Just so we're clear. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, this is just a novel virus and, um, COVID, uh, 19 as of December, 20, 2021, uh, had at least 272 million cases worldwide, 5.3 million deaths worldwide and over 600,000 new cases daily. And this is statistics as of December. So just, just to put it in perspective. So, while there are different variants of this, uh, that one seems to be uh, one of the most extreme. Yeah, at least I- that we've seen since the 1918 flu, which, by the way, also <clears throat> everybody in the public reacted the same way that everybody in the public is reacting now, uh, except there were less of them at the time. And still, um, there were a lot of deaths during that time. People were wearing masks and waiting to get that flu vaccine. Right. Uh, we were talking developed. about the Spanish influenza and 50 million people mm-hmm. died. And uh, is the number that I think we were reading today. Um, and so, again, everything, this is a novel virus and this is going to continue to, um, it'll continue to mutate as viruses do. They do. And, um, and so... It spreads and, you know, again, hand washing, hygiene, um, yeah. strong immune systems. These are all supporting, uh, you know, factors. Um, we have to think about uh, this holistically and whole whole body or whole however you want to look at it. But it isn't just one cure-all, be-all. It isn't one uh, look at you have. We're talking about, like, we're talking about cannabis and, and uh, coronavirus today, but it doesn't mean that cannabis is the cure-all. Uh, this is not definitely not. <laughs> this is not uh, what mm-hmm. this uh, headline news is. It's not you know, and and, and people want to run with that headline of, "Ooh, cannabis is curing corona." No, <clears throat> makes for a good meme though. It does, and it is yeah. uh, it is exciting news though. It does draw more uh, attention to the positive healing benefits of this plant. Why we need to preserve it as a whole. Um, and we're going to get into that with some of the cannabinoid science uh, and um, and how it relates to uh, this headline. Um, I'm really excited about this study, though, because it does it does mean a lot. There's a it lot does. here. It is, it is the it is the beginning mm-hmm. It's opening up the doors, uh, you know, from the stage of where, you know, how they've uh, begun this. I mean, the discussion and cannabis and Corona, you know, started in 2020. There have been different uh, talks about it. This particular one, uh, they've actually taken it that next step. It's the Petri on dish. Their, they've on uh, their own. Um, on their own. So 
Um, Want to talk real quick about why uh, you know cannabis and uh, you know a little bit about uh, something the COVID nineteen and the prevalent uh, or one of the uh, primary biological events that is occurring, um, the and and causing the acute respiratory distress, um, and uh, it's called a cytokine storm, and so. Uh, Cytokine is, uh, and I, I actually had to go look some of these up. We are not scientists. We are not medical professionals mm -mm, people. at all. We are reading information that we have found and are referencing uh, different articles. And so um, a cytokine protein, small proteins that are crucial in controlling the growth and activity of our immune system cells and blood cells. Um, and so when released, they signal the immune system to do its job. Cytokine affects the growth of um, all blood cells and other cells that help the body's immune and inflammation responses. And so a cytokine storm is where the body experiences an extreme increase in pro-inflammatory cytokines um, and, uh, and lead to an increase in inflammation. And so um, with COVID-19, it's saying you know, patients often suffer from lung fibrosis. Uh, this is the uh, serious and untreatable condition that leaves lung tissue scarred, and it makes mm -hmm. it more difficult for you to breathe. Um, That's long-term too. Even if you recover, if you had uh, like a lot of uh, lung damage or stress on your lungs during uh, your symptomatic period, that can be long lasting. Uh, I've definitely talked to a few people who still have a hard time breathing six months plus after having had and recovered from COVID. Uh, people who still have not gotten their um, taste and smell back. Mm -hmm. Those two are linked, by the way. So that that's why that those two are gone together. Um, so and and months uh, plus after after having had and recovered from COVID. So. Uh, you know, keep it in mind, you still want to take precautionary measures when you're out and about, because even if your symptoms are mild, there could be long lasting effects from, from, uh, COVID in general. So just, you know, take, take necessary precautions, stay the fuck away from people that you don't know. That's what I'm saying. And some of them that you do know, just stay the fuck away from them, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, be mindful. Uh, you, know, if you've had it, take your time to uh, recover and uh, feel better and not spread. Um, Pause sorry, for a minute. Uh, Somebody, please bless my joint because it keeps going out and it's really irritating me. So send you some vibe joint, some joint vibes. Um, okay. This cytokine and cannabis information, uh, cytokine storm and cannabis uh, information was is coming from the Journal of Aging. Yes. Um, and, uh, goes into talk about, uh, you know, if a substance could stop the cytokine storm, it would be able to suppress inflammation prevent lung fibrosis and put COVID-19 patients in remission. So this is when we're talking about what cannabis and cannabinoids can do and the anti-inflammatory properties of, uh, these, um, cannabinoids. So, um, it talks about, uh, cannabis sativa, uh, was found in a cytokine storm study to reduce multiple cytokines and pathways related to inflammation and fibrosis. Um, to um, when just a second, real quick, when they talk about cannabis sativa, everybody, they're not talking about sativa leaning what we talk about in terminology. They're talking about hemp. So cannabis sativa L 
Uh, all actually all cannabis falls under that umbrella. But when they're stating this in this story, they're specifically speaking about the hemp plant. So anyways, sorry, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Um, <clears throat> two of the cytokines that uh, cannabis sativa reduced were, these are scientific letters, uh, <laughs> I'm just reading, TNF. A and IL-6, which are thought to be main targets when trying to block a COVID-19 cytokine storm and acute respiratory distress syndrome. Um, and so cannabis is helping produce these, reduce. Reduce the storms. Yes. Got it. Um, <clears throat> so... Sorry, I just got a little bit paused. That's so okay. <laughs> what's 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 uh, so it reduces those cytokine storms. So, it, so that's part of a different study. Is that correct? Right. This is from yeah, okay. uh, it's called it just as the aging study. So for the Journal of Aging, um, and it doesn't. Uh, I'm you know I will pull this up and, uh, and I think I put it in our in our messenger. So I'll pull I think I know. I just had it open. I just had it uh, opened up. This uh, is cannabis I, as a treatment for COVID-19 um, article. Mm-hmm. So most of the studies that have been done on cannabis and COVID, the um, physical studies have been done in a Petri dish. So that's for starters. So there are no human trials and there are no animal trials thus far. But um, they're they're finding that not only he didn't talk about the cytokine storms, but he he was talking about the um, small molecule therapeutic agents. Right. So that's the study. So that's uh, that's this is going to talk about that's going to talk about how uh, these three uh, cannabinoids are going to um, are essentially working again they're the viral spike proteins so they're okay and those three uh cannabinoids are cbga cbda and potentially thca and that is cannabigerol cannabidiol and tetrahydrocannabidiol <laughs> y'all know i gotta so, bring the tetrahydrocannabidiol like always because there's so, so, so here's, okay. So the, these are all of the acetic compounds though. This isn't the, the difference between THCA and uh, THC is, is a hydrocarbon. So what happens is when we heat these elements up, these molecules up, they drop that acetic compound. Uh, that's what creates the psychoactivity, for example, with THC. So that's why you get high is because you got that stuff hot and it uh, dropped that acetic part of the compound and, and created THC. So it was a conversion. Uh, so, so that's that these, these compounds that we're talking about are going to be found in raw plant material. Majority, majority of the time, that's where you, that's where you find it immediately. Uh, non-heated raw plant material. So we have CBGA and CBDA and THCA. 
CBD and THC, everybody kind of knows the ins and outs of that. But if you do have any questions about them, please ask them in the comment section because we want to make sure you're really clear on what we're talking about here. Uh, but CBGA is uh, kind of new. So I, I wanted to take a, a moment to explain what that is. It is also a cannabinoid, similarly like CBD uh, and THC. These uh, that when we say CBGA, we're saying that it still has um, the carboxylic on it, carboxylic acid on it, which means it hasn't been heated up yet. It's a different it's a different element. It's going to drop that when we heat it up. Uh, so CBGA is a cannabinoid uh, in the plant itself. It triggers uh, necrosis. Uh, and that means that some of your leaves are just going to naturally start dying off. And the reason it's going to happen is because the plant is naturally pruning itself. So this is where we would take these dead leaves off. Uh, this is a natural thing that occurs and it occurs because of CBGA. Um, the CBGA is the parent cannabinoid of the plant. So every plant that you've ever come across started with CBGA. Uh, that CBGA usually uh, over time creates THCA, CBDA, and CBCA. We'll discuss CBC on another episode. Um, it's also a cannabinoid. Uh, and it's CBG is usually in most plants, usually by the time you're in early flower stage, CBGA has transformed into another cannabinoid. It's already something else. Very few molecules of CBGA still exist in your average plant, even though that's where it starts. Uh, but uh, plant scientists are and have been creating plants or working with plants so that they maintain the CBG and it doesn't transform into the other cannabinoids or not as much of it does. So there's more availability. And that means that, that we're going to see more availability of it on the shelf, for example. Uh, let's see. It was discovered 50 years ago. And then uh, it was isolated 30 years later. <clears throat> it's uh, great for treating uh, cardiovascular disease. It activates, I'm sorry, it inhibits an, en an enzyme that contributes to oxidative stress, which causes um, cardiovascular uh, uh, issues. It activates your uh, PPAR, which is, uh, which regulates your metabolism. And uh, this can help with diabetes, high cholesterol, and high triglycerides. It actually has been shown to kill colon cancer cells. It uh, also hastens early cancer cell death uh, for young cancer cells. It, it hastens their death and it stops the cell cycle. So it stops new cells from forming. It also helps prevent polyp growth. Polyps uh, untreated turn into, could turn into cancerous cells. So it also prevents that. CBG also can act as an anti-inflammatory, a mood stabilizer, an appetite stimulant, it can act as an antibacterial and antioxidant, as we talked about earlier with the um, uh, enzyme inhibitors, uh, and can help with IBD, uh, that's irritable bowel syndrome for those who don't know, and can be a neuroprotectant. As a neuroprotectant, it's very important because uh, 
it can treat it can help treat autism, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, schizophrenia, and multiple sclerosis. All of those are neuro neurological issues with the brain uh, because it helps as an anti-inflammatory. That's also going to help with all of those uh, illnesses because inflammation is one of the key components to those illness. A lot of those illnesses. So it's a really very um, amazing cannabinoid. Also. Um, I haven't, I haven't been able to refine the study. So I'm still looking for not the study, but the article that I found it in, but I'm still looking for this article. But when I was teaching about cannabis in general uh, on the road all the time, I did come across an article. CBG also helps block uh, the psychoactivity of THC. So it can help THC become more therapeutic for the individual. So they're not battling those psychoactive effects or just getting the medicinal effects from the THC. It's a very interesting compound. Um, and I just want to tell you guys about it because it's one of the, in, a, in its raw form, it's one of the necessary compounds uh, that, that we would use to treat uh, COVID or prevent COVID as an illness. If in fact, this study uh, stands true, if, if it can be replicated and, and, and in human studies. Um, so I'll pass it back to you. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's what we were, that's where exactly where we were going um, with the uh, going into uh, the cannabinoid breakdown. So they started. So um, let's talk a little bit about you mentioned, um, you know, Dr. Uh, Richard Van Bremen and um, the, the uh, university at C. Oregon State University is where the study um, originated out of for this particular headline news. And so um, he actually, their team actually proposed this back in 2020 um, to the National Institute of Health, the NIH. And um, yeah, they, were, the NIH they, they were like, nah, there's no proof of this principle <laughs> and, and it, that it can work. And so... We were talking about this because in in the past, a lot of these, a lot of this information that I just gave you about CBG, it was, it was, uh, this was studied in Israel. A lot of the information we have on cannabis comes out of Israel because in the United States for, uh, it, it was almost impossible. And I say almost because the only time any grants were given, if ever, was if the, the requesters said, Hey, we're going to get a negative effect of cannabis. For example, they would say, we think cannabis causes lung cancer. And then they might be able to get the grant that way because it was negative about cannabis. And then if they did the study and they came up with an opposite hypothesis, usually it was deep, you know, it, it, no more, nobody else could follow up on that. Right. So then we don't have, you know, a peer reviewed study that has, backing from other studies that have gotten the same result we can't do it here in the united states and it's been difficult until legalization and it's still very difficult with legalization actually yeah. because it's still federally not legal and that's where a lot of these grants for the colleges come from so and they have hiccups yeah exactly so and um, they did have a hiccup with this one too so the nih said no sorry no no we're not they they didn't give them the money um and uh and this uh you know dr Freeman's like they did it anyway. Yeah, um, they were like, we're doing it. 
And so it kind of rolls into what you were you know, just actually talking about is that they are talking about the principle uh, that they or what they've established is that small molecule, uh, including natural products. And then uh, in this case, they pulled in hemp um, and, uh, and their ability to stop the virus from infecting human cells. So they were actually started with other natural compounds. They were looking at black cohosh, red clover, and licorice, and then they brought in hemp into the study. So it was like, uh, and, uh, and talking about uh, all, all of these natural compounds and their capability to bind to the spike protein and act as a block or a preventative. Mm -hmm. So they were like, we have these other plants and this one too. <laughs> and so, um, but they, you know, uh, kind of went into again, talking about. So, so, so did they get like, um, the grant? I, I'm, did they get, I don't they know. They didn't get the grant. They didn't get the grant. They didn't get the grant at all. At all. I'm wondering how they paid for it. Um, you know, I don't think. I don't think have. he went into that, but that I'm curious as to how they funded um, it. That's a good. They they were like a they were like a one of those movies that you watch about the end of the world and then like these scientists come in and save the world against government wishes because the government <laughs> told them no and they were like fuck it we're doing it anyway and then they do it and then they save the world right this sounds like they could make a whole production of this right <laughs> probably yes. speed it up speed it up get it out of the petri dish <laughs> get it out of the petri dish. Um, they did talk about they weren't allowed to uh, really do the study on THCA um, that even though they, they, they believe in the uh, entourage effect, if you will, or a whole plant or all, uh, you know, synergistic effect um, that they think, you know, based on the results from CBGA and CBDA, that THCA in conjunction with would only benefit it more. So because of federal legalization and because this was done in a college, they could not utilize THCA. THCA is non-psychoactive uh, in its form. However, as we talked about before, if you heat it up, it becomes THC. And now they have this, this problem that they can't work with t the, the psychoactive component. And so then they can't work with the precursor to that either. So that's why they couldn't study THC. But based on what they know about the molecule itself and how it interacts, generally speaking, uh, they concluded that they think that this should be part of the mix as well. Right. And the, you know, and they, they certainly did address that this is not, again, a treatment or a cure for right. COVID or for coronavirus. Um, and that they, um, and we're talking again, we're not smoking it here. The smoking it is not what's going to help you. It is, it is, it, it it is the uh, ingestion of it in raw form, juicing, uh, extraction methods that, uh, you know, low temperature heat that doesn't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, carboxylate. Was it carboxylate? Decarbate. So, yeah. Carboxylates it. Um, because you're dropping the carboxylic uh, acid. So you're decarbing it. Um, your temperatures for that are going to be uh, between 230 degrees to 266 degrees. So you would have to keep your temperatures below that uh, during the processing phase if you were going to turn it into an oil or something like well below that so that you don't turn 
those acetic raw plant material and right. carboxylating it at a low temperature so that it well, you don't want to decarb it at all at that point. Okay. If you did add heat, you would want to add it below the threshold that would turn it. So uh, 230 to 250 would turn THC to T- THCA to THC, for example. Um, 266 would turn CBGA to CBG, for example. Um, I think I got, th- I, I think I didn't mix those numbers up. I think I got those right. So you would want to keep it well below those temperatures in order to maintain that acetic compound, which are the ones you need. You don't need the ones that have been decarbed. You need the ones that have uh, still uh, have that carbo- uh, carboxylic acid attached to it. Um, those are the ones. And they said the entourage effect is where it's going to be most effective. So these compounds on their own are, could be slightly effective, but together that's when we see the results. The best results and using it in conjunction with other dietary supplements um, or, and again, maintaining your, your maintaining your health in other ways, Drink Um, water, good hygiene, um, wash your hands, drink water, Lots of water. Wash your ass. Um, <laughs> wash your hands. So we're going to just keep saying these over and over. Um, <laughs> personal preference, also wash your ass. And then wash um, your hands after you wash your ass. So just, Yes. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, also, so when you are, you know, if you ha- have come in contact, if you are feeling unwell, um, there's nothing wrong with going ahead and starting to take antivirals to help your immune system along. Uh, to push it out of your system in, uh, you know, um, and. Where where are you going? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right, actually. And I was actually going to say, I can't use this. I can only use it slightly anecdotally, but we have a friend whose whole family uh, got COVID and actually, this friend is is slightly immunocompromised as well. Um, he is vaccinated, uh, and he did not get COVID while his whole family had COVID. Um, and so I asked him about his. Uh, do you take oils like every day? Uh, if you guys see the background changing, that's our producer just kind of playing with different um, different backgrounds and stuff. I love it. <laughs> No, it's great. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a, so we if you see us changing on the screen, that's what's happening. He's just out here playing with the stream yard controls. Um, so anyway, this friend, so they said that they don't take um, oils daily, but they do take CBG oil every three days. Um, I don't know if it was the acetic or if it was like a, a broken down CBG, but, um, but I was like, that's so interesting. So I think that um, you could even look for some anecdotal evidence while, while preparing for uh, the next round of experimentation, which they would need grants for. We need, we need federal legalization so that this can be really studied because this is super important. People are dying. Millions of people are dead because of this virus. And this could be really important research. I can't even believe that the, like with, with legalization, at least in this country, over more than half of the states that you wouldn't even consider this as an option, especially in a state that has legalization, has access to the plant material. 
so they had to use the like they did get a little bit of THCA, I think, but they, it was like the minimal amount that you find in hemp that's not like super stressed out. Like the legal hemp, the legal um, standards of hemp, which is 0.03% THC, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So um, that's all they had to work with, you know, and it's not a lot. It's just like minors, minuscule amounts. But so, okay. Um, This is also why uh, internationally there are different studies and different uh, information available as well. Things that haven't been uh, peer reviewed necessarily. Um, I was looking at another article, I think it's out of Canada or Maybe it's not a little more, I'm not sure, but it's uh, you know, also talking about how uh, cannabidiol inhibits SARS CoV 2 or CoV 2 replication and promotes the host innate immune response. Um, and this was uh, from March of 2021, so this was from last year. Yeah. Um, but it's not reviewed. Yeah, and, and, and the problem in the United States is that we cannot get follow-up studies to prove the point so so all of this all of this that we're saying to you right now needs more studies needs another study to back it up somebody else has to do this in a petri dish and back it up before we at least one to two to three hopefully more people need to back this up get more and i think that you know again again another article that i was reading is they actually did do um you know talked about uh you know cannabis in uh you know um consumption uh increase since covid19 and the um and the lockdowns and everything um and uh they talked about how they have uh, been able to track how many you know it's they're talking about joints and how much uh you know they track joint usage and uh increase and uh some <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Um, anyway, um, good luck tracking my joint usage, everybody. <laughs> um, but you know, I, you know, we talked about your know, friend who had uh, you know the experience, uh, my own experience of uh, you know I had been uh, you know taking my supplements and and my oils, and then for whatever reason, because I do this, I will stop taking. Uh, you know, and doing all the things that are guilty <laughs> and, um, and I uh, decided to do that right before, uh, you, know, I went out and, uh, lo and behold, my, my friend that I went out with, uh, tested positive and I started feeling, you know, headache and sore throat, but mm. it was different from her symptoms. And, you know, so I started taking all my different antivirals and, uh, you know, this little kit that I, uh, you know, got from a naturopath office and, um, you know, it, and, you know, three days later, I didn't have any more you know, symptoms, um, of anything. And, uh, and my friend is still, uh, kind of battling some of the congestion and uh, crap. Um, I will say that this, in this study, uh, well, in the interview, he did, he did an interview and he's, and he stands, uh, tell me his name again, Richard, uh, Dr. Uh, Freeman, uh, Van Bremen. Okay. Um, yes, Dr. Richard uh, Van Bremen. Uh, he stands behind the study. He's, he, in the interview, um, he suggests that it, uh, that if somebody wants to, um, use these compounds to 
bad to you know give it a shot basically he doesn't say it that way but he's basically you know encouraging it like and you know you would you wouldn't want to smoke it you would want to do it in edible form or oil form so here's the thing with edibles though that i have to point out is that most edibles are 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 made with higher temperatures so you would have to add the compounds to the edibles at very very low temperatures and hope that they bind too uh, so there's a whole thing about that. I would say, um, there's uh, cold, cold press extraction for, uh, oils and things like that. So I've seen THCA oils, uh, with very low and minuscule amounts of THC, uh, same with CBDA oils with low and minuscule amounts of CBD. Uh, so, you know, just getting a combination of these compounds, uh, I'm a huge advocate for using what you can together. So majority of what we have access to is CBD and THC. Uh, so they, they touted uh, the entourage effect. They didn't call it that, but he definitely said, use these compounds together and they're going to be most effective together. That is the entourage effect. Um, and then another uh, paper that we read uh, talked about the effect of terpenes. Now there are certain terpenes that are going to have an opposite effect we want to stay away from and certain terpenes that are going to help with things like inflammation, uh, um, mostly that, um, and, you know, just helping with relaxing the body aches and pains and things like that. Um, that would be a good combination in your entourage effect. Uh, he didn't go into which terpenes would be better. I don't think it did go into which ones would be better. It, it did not. It did not. Um, but I want to kind of jump back to the um, aging was that the study that I was looking mm -hmm. at? Um, the other uh, journal, um, they talked about cannabis being uh, useful and therapeutic for the anxiety and mental health uh, aspects of, um, you know, what COVID-19 and the pandemic has brought about. Um, and that, you know, people being alone or, you know, again, this one uh, talking about the increase of use, uh, you know, um, amongst women and children or right. adolescents, not children, adolescents, but, um, you know, youth of a certain age. Um, and that, uh, you know, again, you know, why it's a concern. This, uh, you know, concern is, um, you know, we tend to loosen you know, and be sharing you know puff puff pass and um you know if we are in situations and again as an a human and an adult we have the right to expose ourselves to what we you know, i guess we do uh, to i guess uh you know, in this day and age but um you know we're all you know, consenting <laughs> yeah uh you know if you are part of a smoke circle in this day uh and time um, but I, I tend to use the excuse of, nope, I'm going to keep mine to myself. And Listen, <laughs> bring your own. Bring There's certain people I'll share with. Like, like You and I take pretty decent precautions and, and you're kind of, even though you don't live here, I kind of consider you in my bubble because you stay in your own bubble. You live pretty much by yourself and, you know, whatever. Um, but if, a, you know, it used to be a time where you could be on the street, not legally, but... <laughs> You could be on the street smoking a joint and somebody would say, hey, let me hit that. And you'd be like, well, whatever. Right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's the way of a stoner. I was always afraid of getting mouth herpes. So I'm a big I don't do that. But now I have 
now I have excuse. I'm just like COVID rules, bro. <laughs> like I just, I just say that. I just, ah, COVID rules. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry for you. I don't know you. I don't know you. Don't come to me. Stra stranger danger. Stranger <laughs> bring your own blood. Listen, but you don't have to be alone during this pandemic at all. Check the comment section. I posted a little link in there. If you guys want to join our Discord channel, we're in there just about every single day talking about whatever's going on for the day, smoking some J's. Um, and uh, we, we welcome you to join us. So if you want to <laughs> join us, uh, if you want to join us in our Discord, go ahead and uh, sign up. It's like an old, like, 90s chat room, but with, like, video capability. So if you, if you yeah, enjoy Yeah, so we can the... all hang out, talk about what's going on. You know, we're just shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a way to be social without being in person. Um, I think that that was, uh, you know, again, for me, someone who doesn't like to leave their house a lot, it, it's really kind of cool, you know, connection. Uh, sometimes I feel, Mwah. oh. Oh, oh, it is 420 on the West Coast. It's 420 on the West Coast. Puff them if you got them. Puff them if you got them. Oh, yeah. Look, 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 look. You're coming on camera. There it is. 420 on the West Coast. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we are trying to streamline oh. this for you guys. I've been waiting all week for this. This is a good time to uh, kind of refresh, relight. Uh, you are listening to the Cannabis Closet podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. Um, and we got Brian, our uh, producer on here with us today. Um, yeah, this is first day. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, COVID and cannabis today and uh, the recent headlines going on. So thanks everyone for joining us. And, uh, and um, in the comment section, if you guys have any questions about anything that we're saying or anything that we're sharing, uh, feel free to ask them in the comments because we would love uh, your input on it. I think that aging study says, though, that if you smoke cannabis, you're going to be happier. I think that's literally what it says. I, <laughs> I ever talked to who has just smoked any amount of marijuana always says that they're happier. Usually, I mean, I feel happier initially and immediately. I feel happier right now. I feel happier every that's yeah. Three every out of three. That's a three, three out of three can't go wrong. Can't I go mean, wrong. oh my! I was just gonna say high five, but that looks really bad on camera I, from my angle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. You guys can do that, but just, yeah. Um, we, oh, I have to do it this way. I have to yeah, do, it, wait, I do it the wrong way. I have to do it this oh, way. Here, high five. There, there we go. And there. Then, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up here. <laughs> I don't know. We look like old people using the internet. Yeah, high five, low oh, five. Uh, you ever do that with your, There's like... A bunch of old uh, Gen X and old millennials using the internet for the first yeah, wait, time ever. Are you guys behind here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh. Uh, 
So uh, I want to, I saw a couple people come in. I hope you guys are still hanging out. I saw Kels come in. Kelsey, are you still in here? I want to give a shout out to Eureka Vapors. Uh, definitely repping Eureka Vapors right now. I'm so freaking happy about it. Like, man, this product is fantastic. It is amazing. Um, we got some, we, we just got some new disposables out. I, I wish I had one to show you guys, um, but they're rechargeable disposables. I guess, uh, like the biggest problem with disposables, I don't buy them that often. Cause I'm always afraid this is going to happen, but the battery is going to die. Right. And then I'm not going to get all my oil out, but these, these are rechargeable. And then they come in all these amazing different, uh, terpene flavors. So I'm pretty excited about them. I'm going to get some soon and I'll show them off to you guys. What's up, Don? Don, the cannabis advocate in the house today. I saw uh, Born Majestic was in here today. Uh, what's up, Born? If you guys are on Twitch, follow Born Majestic. Uh, is it just Born Majestic or is it Born Majestic 420? Because I will have to look it up. Hold on. Let's go back to your comment. It should say it right there, right? It should say it right there. I think you were in here. Yes, I know you were. There you are. Yeah, it's just Born Majestic on uh, on Twitch. Born Majestic 420 on TikTok is I believe. So if you guys want to follow Born Majestic, um, he, it, do, this man can like throw down some freestyle. Like Word. it's amazing. Yeah, he's got some talent. The way his brain works is just like always, <laughs> I'm always like, just like, that's what I'm coming for. I'm coming, I'm not, you know, he has a Twitch channel and he plays um, different the video games. Like or bunch of different gamers that join him and stuff but i'm like really there just holding out for some freestyle when i show up so um just just a little side note you know just just saying uh uh denise hey how you doing um oh you got the vids did you get the vids so i'm gonna start calling it like like it's a cool 80s <laughs> thing the vids hmm not the red. Um, it's it's an interesting discussion of those that you know, haven't had it recover. You know the different stages of it. Um, mm -hmm. The long haulers, uh, you know, and what they're experiencing. And I think oh. you know there's not much discussion, but about how um, cannabis can assist them. Uh, you know, moving forward, the long haulers um, and utilizing, uh, you know, again, kind of just you know, the anti-inflammatory, uh, anti-inflammatory properties, the mm -hmm. uh, anxiety relief, um, you know, they're dealing with coming back into, uh, you know, back into a life that's not theirs anymore. They're, yeah. you know, they're taking one step at a time. And, and, uh, and so, um, I think I would say first and foremost, if you feel like this is a thing that you're um, you're dealing with, I don't I would not recommend smoking. I would say take a take a break from smoking. I would say um, use oils in uh, full full spectrum, whole plant material. That's what you want. You want whole plant. You want everything that the plant has to offer. You want that. You don't want so much isolates. Isolates lose things in the plant that you, you don't want to lose. You need them. Yeah. So um, taking full spectrum oils. And I will say this, not just for COVID, this for everything. This, this is, is for everything. <laughs> internal, internal medicine is going to yeah. be your number one best bet and healthiest option 
when we talk about um, chronic illness, when we talk about chronic illness, um, smoking and vaping is great for um, um, early onset symptoms, like taking, doling down the pain so that you can function enough to get out of bed. You might want to hit your vape pen a couple of times, something like that. Um, and maintaining, uh, but, but overall, if you're dealing with a chronic illness, uh, consider putting an, a cannabis oil into your daily regime. Like, um, that internal medicine is going to be the most effective thing, uh, at treating whatever your illness is. Um, you may need more of one cannabinoid over another for, um, different illnesses. So, uh, definitely we would want to, um, do some research on the illness itself and how cannabis might work for that illness so that you can understand which cannabinoids and which terpenes are going to be best suited for you. Um, uh, but overall, if it says, you know, THC helps with pain and, uh, THCA with inflammation and, uh, you know, blah, 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 you could still add those other compounds to to your uh, daily medicinal regimen um, because those other compounds are going to help with the healing. They the plant grows together; uh, it works best together. That's how you want to keep it. You want to keep it best. Uh, Feco capsules and microdosing help with pain. And actually, uh, went back to chewing stems. So. I do this sometimes stems have a little bit of the cannabinoid dust on them. Like the good stems, the ones that were close to the flowers got a lot of it on there, but you could chew those or put them into a tea or something like that um, for a microdose effect. Uh, And honestly, you guys, uh, we, I smoke a lot. I I have a a high tolerance, uh, but for a majority of illnesses, uh, microdosing is just what you need. You don't need uh, larger doses. You just need the smaller doses. And so when she says I'm microdosing and it's helping with my pain, it's because your body's going to use what it needs. And then the other stuff is going to be just like fluff, you know? So just give your body what it needs. And then, and then the fluff doesn't have to be there. You don't have to go too far and you got nothing to prove to, to nobody. You had nothing to prove to nobody. I don't care if you're a TikTok star. I don't care if, uh, you know, you're hanging out with your, your homies at home and they're, and they're just chuffing away and you're just like a one puff and you're good. It doesn't matter. It's what's best for you. Do what's best for you. This is 2022. Who's the fuck about what everybody else is doing? Not me. <laughs> no, worry about yourself. Um, worry about yourself. Mind your business. Your I did that 10 year um, challenge. I put that 10 year challenge on my Facebook. I put hashtag 10 year challenge. Mind your business. <laughs> like mind your business. Don't worry about what I was doing 10 years ago and don't worry about what I'm doing now. If I want you to know, you'll know. Look at it. Look. <laughs> Do you have that poster? This is something I want y'all to know. Do you have that poster? Ready? Uh, oh, I can get it up here. I think I uh, had to switch it out with the uh, yeah. doodles. It's okay. Doodle it real quick. This is something um, I want you guys to know. Uh CQLLC has uh, recently been approved by the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division to teach RVT responsible vendor training uh, in the state of Colorado uh, to to um, 
if you take this course, you have to to get a cre- to get credit for taking this course. You do have to take it from somebody who has been approved by the MED. So the course has to be fully approved. It's a long and arduous process. Uh, delivery drivers and hospitality workers in the cannabis industry are required to take responsible vendor training. But outside of that, uh, if you're an employee in the cannabis industry, it would behoove you and your company to take responsible vendor training in the event that there is an administrative uh, situation, uh, disciplinary action, they will use uh, this course as a mitigating factor to the punishment that you receive for that administrative violation. So having taken this course prior to any administrative violations is going to really uh, behoove you and your company. Because hopefully you won't have an administrative violation because that's their point. You took the training. Course. You took the uh, training so you don't have administrative violations. Excuse me. Exactly. Uh, see exactly that. Me. That's me and you. That's us. <laughs> That's, That's us. more of what you can expect on our intro. <laughs> so we're, we're just stinging our way through. So I hope everybody like really enjoyed the information we put out today. Uh, I certainly did. I know I did. Did we miss anything? Is there anything else that we wanted to touch on on that, MJ? Um, I can't. I, I think I said all the things from, uh, you know, um, from all my papers that I, I pulled out. Um, so just like a quick recap is smoking is not going to help you avoid the vids, Okay. Uh, it will make you feel better and probably prevent some deaths that day, but not from COVID. Uh, so that's for starters. Uh, internal medicine is going to be your best bet. A nice combination of CBGA, CBDA, and probably THCA as well. These are the, uh, these are the um, whole plant raw form cannabis compounds are going to be uh, what's best to help with prevention and early treatment. Uh, These studies have only been done in Petri dishes. So this is, you know, what we're telling, what we're telling you is that these compounds aren't going to harm you. They're not going to harm you, but they may assist you, (laughs) but they could assist. And, um, and so, so um, also just a side note, when, the opportunity comes to speak about cannabis legalization, please use your voice to speak on cannabis legalization. Because the fact is, if this was federally legal, we wouldn't have to ask a question about THCA. We would have the answer. We wouldn't have to um, ask for funding for something and get denied almost every single time. And then when we do get approved for it, they deny others so that the study can't be followed up. And that would not happen if we could just have, it, it just needs to be descheduled, first of all. It needs to be taken off of the scheduling list. It needs to be, um, uh, if it's going to stay on the scheduling list, it needs to go way the fuck down the line. Um, but yeah, we just, we need more access to these studies and studies coming out of Israel are great, but, uh, and they're true, but we can't apply them here until they're done here. And that's a stupid rule. I didn't make it, but that's, (laughs) that's the rule. So, um, I would like to see more of that, but 
if you guys do have questions about anything, or if you're like re-listening to the episode and you're like, I really want to, I really have a question about that. You can send us uh, an email. Uh, cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com is our email. Uh, feel free to reach out to us with any questions. It doesn't just have to be about this episode. It could be about anything that we have talked about or anything that you would like to hear us talk about. We have a lot of really amazing shows with uh, awesome guests planned in the uh, very relative near future. And we're continuing to talk to more individuals uh, to get them on the show, to hear their perspective on different topics in cannabis. Uh, so what we're trying to do this year is really bring you a cohesive show, uh, a well-planned out show, still with our bits of humor, but we really do want to educate you especially on Mondays about cannabis. Um, so if there's anything that you want to hear, we'd love your participation. Definitely join us in discord. Uh, we put the link in the, in the comments. Let me post it up there one more time. But if you're listening um, after the show on, on Spotify or Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, uh, feel free to shoot us an email and we'll, we'll send you an invite to come on to discord. The more the merrier, as we say, uh, the only rule is you have to be nice to everybody. So don't be a bigot is basically what we're telling you. Um, but if you can treat everybody like a human being, then you're welcome in our circle. Absolutely. And you get to see us in our, our, un, uh, yeah. Yeah. No makeup. Unfiltered. Um, uh, hair on top of the head. Uh, sleep in our eyes. It's, it's great. It's great. Only my best lighting. Still, yeah, yeah, wake and bake with us, have morning mm-hmm. coffee and, and a joint. Um, tea or tea. Or tea. Hot, hot water. Uh, you know, we kind of bounce off what we, we've got to do for the day and hopefully motivate each other to uh, get her done. Yeah, uh, if you work from home, this is actually a great space, too. You could come join us in our space and it would help you, um, you know, just... It would be like being in an office space. You hear a little yeah. bit of chatter in the background and, 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 stuff and we can still curse and smoke at the same time and, and, uh, and not worry about uh, anything in your robe, um, in your robe. I'm, I'm in my robe. 90 we actually, we actually do have a room too. I mean, it's, it's by invite only, but we do have a naked room. So like, if you uh, feel like that's, that's your vibe. We have a room for that and you could be naked in there. And everybody knows that if you go in there, you might see naked and that's it. I don't think very many people have utilized it, but I just feel so strongly about being naked that um, I we think actually have the half, the half naked room is going on right now. The camera is just down below. Nice. Very good. This is the kind of information they want to hear about. They want yeah. to hear about. They're going to have questions about you, sir. I'm, I'm certain of it. <laughs> um, well, I don't know if there's, I think we covered everything. We did it actually quite timely because we have fucking show notes. <laughs> show notes. And um, yeah, well, we will get the uh, links up. But if you are interested in actually reading the article, uh, it, it came out of the Journal of Natural Products. Um, and, uh, the title is cannabinoids block cellular entry of SARS-CoV-2 and the emerging variants. Um, and that was, uh, you know, what just recently came out within the last couple of days from um, the first. 
let this show be a lesson to everybody out there to stop reading the headlines and then not reading any further. Like you've got to read what it says underneath there because we've learned a lot today. Learned a lot today. We've learned that smoking can save lives, but not from COVID, just from murder. And that's an important point to this whole story is that memes are great and I love them and they're hilarious and I share some myself, but we do have to read the whole study and we do have to read the whole article because uh, this information can be very helpful. Uh, Even though this is in early stages of study, we can still use this science in our daily lives and, and get effectiveness from these cannabinoids if we can gain access to these cannabinoids. So that's the, that's the other part. And the more we know, the more um, availability there's going to be. So we have to learn these things about cannabis. We have to allow these studies to happen so that we have availability to uh, like, we can pick up an oil or raw plant material that we know has tested uh, with high levels of CBG, uh, a and CB, uh, CBDA and THCA. And we know that because they got it tested. It's still in its raw form. It's kept in like a fresh pack. You take it home, you juice it with some fruits and vegetables. And that's how you take your medicine. Like we could have access to that, which rules and regulations don't allow for right now in, in any state that I'm aware of, we could have this, we could have this access we did what, I mean, the, the dispensary that I worked for had a juicing program. Um, and there were, was not testing on that juicing. We just, uh, you offered it like a supplement, like, you know, just like yeah. a wheatgrass, you know, uh, essentially. But most are not going to do that. And because, you know, uh, and, put yeah. it out in, in, and, and it, it, we did that see. That was in the early days too, right? Yeah, it was totally in the early days. Yeah. And when that uh, your facility changed hands, it changed uh, your totally. So um, I think a lot of the rules are restricting that kind of stuff too. We have to like keep track of keep yeah. more track of all that stuff but and anything we give out to the yourself if you yeah. grow for yourself or you have a caregiver that and you have access to have fresh leaves uh that have been flushed and uh you know um, that's the thing is that that's what concerns me a little bit is that that you have to make sure that you get something that's been nice and flushed out which is why you know getting a test sample of something they do have home testing kits i wonder if you could do a test sample of it that way but it would be knowing your grower or knowing what you're doing yourself knowing you would also need it properly um which we we want to have a juicing episode we we have that on the list um uh, to talk about it's Um, important to understand too that when we're juicing we're not just talking about juicing the fan leaves water leaves whatever you want to call them uh we're talking about juicing the plant the flowers the flowers where you're going to find those cannabinoids so or a majority of those cannabinoids are going to be right in those flowers. Um, there's going to be a minute amount in the, especially in the fan leaves, there's going to be some in the leaves that are close near like the sugar leaves or um, near the, near the um, flower itself. But uh, generally speaking, you definitely want to get that raw flower. You don't want it to dry. You don't want it to cure. You want to put it in the juicer and get a juice. You want to get all of those cannabinoids out of there and drink them up mix them with an apple. I don't know what to tell you because it is whoo. 
Um, green. It's green. It's green. It's green. Um, but, but, I, this yeah, is, but this is what this study is saying. This, <laughs> yeah, this is what this study is saying. And here's the thing, too, is that um, it, it will be very difficult to get the CBG uh, component of this, of this concoction uh, through juicing, because most of that in most uh, cultivars is gone during uh, by early flower stage. So you would need a, uh, a plant that has uh that has uh that maintains its cbg throughout its life cycle in order to get all of those compounds that's that's the plant you would have to grow those plants are few and far between right now because that's that's new science Ooh, so um, then then is it you know kind of mixing your own mixing all your can, cannabinoids that you can get you know like what you can know you know, i recommend i recommend external entourages all the time I think, I think taking, like, if you don't have all of the components in this, use this too. Right. So, so, uh, when I was your own medicine, (laughs) I was a dispensary agent. I would say, well, you know, uh, I would use, I would use, you know, this topical and this, this tincture and this edible, you know, and this is when I would use them. And this is in the doses that I would recommend. Like it was a recommendation. This is how I would recommend Right. What, right. This is what what, yes. Right. And so, and so, yeah, I mean, doing a, doing, if, if you can't, and cause, cause also I was, this was also, uh, back in, back in the day, um, uh, where, where, uh, you know, we didn't have, uh, combos. We had like just isolates. Mm-hmm. So you would have to be like, use this together. so yeah that's that's what it was but yeah i mean i just that's the entourage effect people right there that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um we are going to uh we're manifesting uh ethan russo just if you want to write that down producer uh uh we're we we do have an email for this gentleman so trust that's that's going to happen uh, there's a couple other big names that we would love to see on the show, but also we would like to see, uh, more numbers in these corners. So, uh, let us bring you big names. You bring us big numbers and, uh, share anytime you see us. So if you see any kind of post from us that has anything to do with the show, tell all your friends about it, invite them all to our Facebook page and to our Instagram page. And we're back on TikTok. We're going to give it another go on TikTok. Um, so yeah, I mean, just help us grow. We want to be a community with you. Uh, and we want to, we want to bring you some big names in cannabis and in cannabis education. Cause that is really what we want, uh, is to make sure that, um, we're, we're in the know. We got to be in the know about things. And Brian's going to help us do that too. He's already, he's already sent his first email. I'm so, I'm so ecstatic. You don't even understand. <laughs> I sent my very first email. Well, for us. Yeah, anyway. make the moves. Like, on, on uh, moving us forward. It, it definitely um, has already, we've already been able to move forward with some ideas and uh, we're looking forward to some more. So, um, yeah. welcome to the team, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we appreciate everything that you're doing yes look at look at this crazy weird background we got right now (laughs) i know well i i designed it so it would fit with you guys in the middle i didn't know i was going to be on camera 
Well, you know, you're not always going to be on camera. I just pulled you in for uh, this last bit. So, Uh, again, if you guys want to reach out to us, CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com is where you can reach us. Come hang out with us at Discord. You can listen to us after the show. We're going to post this uh, by Wednesday. It'll be posted uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You heard me say by Wednesday, so it will be up there by Wednesday. Uh, I've made a commitment to you guys. Uh, we're doing we're doing this for you. We appreciate you guys being here with us every time. Uh, thank you for our regular supporters. We see you and we love you, and um, we're gonna we're gonna try to bring you the very best uh, this year. And summer road trip. We're we're summer we're. Road trip. I said it out loud, so it has to happen now. Yes. Um, I mean, which we've got to start talking. We're already in the third week of January. It's insane. I'm like, slow Um, down. I don't want this week to, I don't want any more of this week. I mean, um, I I don't want this month to go away. I want this month to hang out for like another two weeks. Right. Just because we have a a couple of things that have to happen in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, um, actually now. But Gold, yeah, right, right, right. But, you know, I'm all actually before, they have to happen like, like that right before now. the temperature, before we hit that temperature, we actually need to, you know, get it done before this date. Um, but yes. Um, if you see us, share us, share us. We love you guys. We love you. Uh, be nice to yourselves and remember to put your mask on before assisting others. It's the only way to be. Yes. Cultivate love. Uh, you deserve mm-hmm. it. Just love everybody. Stay lifted, everybody. Stay lifted. We love you. We will see you next time. Stay safe. Stay safe. Hey, Brian, hang out after I hit this button. Okay.